Today's Vad was dedicated La for Esther Bat-Yafa and Yitzhak Ben-Yafa. Bezat Hashem in the Zichut of the Limud Torah in the Zichut of the Tzedakah. They should have Hatzlacha Rabbah B'chol Ma'asei Yedehem Ben Beruchaniyut Ben Begashmiyut. Amen. Okay, so now we're in the middle of this massive subject of trying to truly understand what is the destructive powers of hatred. Obviously, it's massive. Because we learned yesterday in the Gemara that the first base Hamikdash was destroyed because of Gimel Averis Hamuris, Gila Arayis, Shvichas Domim, and Avoida Zara. Right? Three massive Averis that we know that in Kola Kula, in the entire Torah, if somebody forces a person to transgress on one of the laws of the Torah, if let's say a Goy would come over to a Jew and tell him to be Mehalel Shabbat, it's a bad one. Chil Shabbos is a bad one. And if he doesn't Mehal Shabbos, blow his brains out. He's Hayav to allow himself to be killed. If he didn't, it's a machloket shonim if he gets punished or not, if there was warning, obviously. But the point is, he is required by Torah law to give up his life. I'm sorry, by, by Chil Shabbos, he's not, he has to, he has to be Mechal Shabbos. By these three things, by these three things, he has to give up his life. And if he doesn't give up his life, it's questionable if he gets a punishment, if he was warned. That's a different subject. But the point is, he has to give up his life at these three things. So obviously, they are very, very big Averot. And in the first base of Mikdash, it says in Chazal that these transgressions were taking place. And because of the Gimel Averis Chamuris, the first base of Mikdash was destroyed. We learned yesterday from Chazal, from Rabbi Yoyna, brings down from Chazal, as many sources, that since they were lacking in Torah, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu punished them for the Gimel Averis Chamurus. That means, if their learning of Torah and their attachment to Torah and their respect for Torah would have been perfect, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have gave them time. He wouldn't have destroyed the Beis HaMedash. He would give them time to do tshuva. He would give them time to work on themselves. Because if a person is still attached to Torah, there's still hope for the guy. But when he's lacking his attachment with Torah, now there's no hope for him. So Hashem destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. So we said, the Gemara was asking, in the second Beis HaMikdash, they actually were Osek Torah. And they were Osek Torah. the Gemara says, through bigness you're not. They had a lot of tests, and they still were Osek Torah because they were tremendously devoted to Torah. And mitzvot, and gemilas chasam. So now is a big question. So why was the Beis HaMikdash destroyed, right? So the more answers, it was destroyed because of Senat Chinam. And you see that Senat Chinam is worse than Gilarai Shvichas Namavadizar. And this is a wonder to us. This is a tema. How bad could Senat Chinam be? It's so bad 
It's mashma that even though you're learning, your learning can't help you. That means there's no hope for you. Because if the learning gives you hope, then HaKadosh Baruch is not going to destroy you. Just like we said by Gila Raish, because even though the guy is being over the worst of the worst, but if he's still connected with learning, there's hope for the guy. So there's no reason to destroy the Bezame. There's hope. So since there was, learning was imperfect, so therefore they didn't have the protection and the help of the Torah. So this was destroyed. Mashma, that sin is you're so hopeless that the Torah is not going to fix your problems. You could be learning and have sin at the same time, and the learning won't fix your sin problem. Because if it would, why would Hashem destroy the Beis Hamikdash? That's a deep thing. Really deep thing. So to learn the Sugi properly, we have to take it step by step. It's a very deep Yisoidus that's going to come out over here. We're going to learn a lot about life and a lot about a human being. But we're going to go one step at a time. Okay? The first thing I want to step back a little bit and understand why Bechlal, certain Averis could cause destruction of Beis HaMegdash. You see, there's a very deep question that we have to ask. We all know that the whole point of Beit HaMikdash is that if a guy made a sin, he goes to the Beit HaMikdash and he gets rid of the sin, right? So obviously, Beit HaMikdash is above sin. It's like the place that cleans you from sin. It's higher than sin, right? When a person makes a sin, he loses a connection with Hashem, right? So now if he wants to bring back the connection with Hashem, he goes to the Beit HaMikdash. The Beit HaMikdash is called the place of peace. That's why it says that you're not allowed to use iron to carve the stones for the Mizbeach. Because the Mizbeach makes peace between Hashem and Klal Yisrael. And the iron is used in the sword to make mahlok and to fight, to kill. The opposite. So you can't use iron in the Beis Amikdash. Because the Beis Amikdash is a place of peace. Peace between who and who. Between Jews and Hashem, right? So the base of Migdash is a place where it goes above sin. There's a connection between Hashem and the Jews and a love that can never be severed, even with sin. And therefore it's a place of rectifying the, the, the sin, the disconnection, right? So base of Migdash is above Chet. So technically if you think about it, how could Chet destroy base of Migdash if base of Migdash is made to take away Chet, right? It's a good question. Mask him or not? Ah, what about you? I'm asking Akashi. I'm asking or not? She's saying that to make me happy. Huh? <laughs> so what is this? So obviously not every sin has the power to make Chorban bias Because Chorban bias is, is above sin. Fixes sin. So there's got to be something unique about these sins. So I want to step a little bit into the world of Gila Raish Zara, which will help us go to uh afterwards. Okay, I'm gonna base it off a maral, even though the maral is very myrich, I'm only gonna use some of the words and try to explain to you what I understand is the oimik in the maral. Okay? So he says like this Kol Yavor Va'al Yehelag. 
all the Averot in the Torah, the halacha is, if you're faced with a challenge, either die or transgress, it says in the Pasuk, V'chai bohem, and therefore you transgress and you don't die. Chutz ma'avadazorah, gilarayas v'shvichaz dam. Why is these things the exception to the rule? Says the Maharal. Avatav He's going on a Mishnah, Masechet Avot. The Ma'aral wrote a Sefer on Masechet Avot called Derechayim. And over there he's going on the Mishnah that says that on three foundations the world was created, stands. What are they? You know? Torah, what do you got, Sal? Torah, Avodah, and Gimilu Chasadim. In other words, I'm going to say it in English. Torah, Avod, and Gimilu Chasadim validates the world. Because the purpose of the world has a certain purpose. And if the purpose is absent, then the world is absent. There's no purpose in the world, right? So what validates the world? Torah avoid the What validates a human being? Because the purpose of the world was what? For the human being. So what type of human being? A human being that acts like an animal? A certain type of human being. A special human being. The human being that does Torah In other words, say it in just different words, a true definition of a human being is not a person who looks like a man. That's not the true definition of a human being. You could be a behemoth. You could be a human behemoth. That's not a real Adam. What's a real Adam? A real Adam is that the Tzelem Eloikim, you know what the Tzelem Eloikim is? His Neshama, his Eloikus, godliness that was put into him, manifests itself in his life. So you see he's an Adam, he's not a behemoth. How do you see that? If he learns Torah, means that he lives according to the dictatorship of the Sechel. It means his brains and his mind and his conscience of between right and wrong govern his behaviors. So you see, a, a human, right? Avoida means that he attributes everything to Hashem, Enoid Movada. He lives with the clarity that the world speaks to him the message that Hashem wants to give him in the world. So he's able to read the messages of the world and the communications that God sends him. He reads them properly. He's a man. An animal can't read nothing. An animal's clueless, right? And Gemilus Chasadim is, he understands that everything in Klausel is done as a unit, as a group. The Shekhinah rests on the group. Everybody together being Megalik Vaychumai. So he understands his place in the world. And therefore, he's equally as important as his friend. And therefore, if he's equally as important as his friend, he wants his friend to be in the world as much as he wants himself to be in the world. Because we both have a mission to do, and I need you and you need me, right? So this is a guy who has a clarity of what life's all about. That's a human. That's called a real Ben Adam. He has a tzelem elokim, lives within him. A human being that doesn't have Torah, 
means, what does it mean he doesn't have Torah? It doesn't only mean that he doesn't learn Torah. A human being who doesn't have Torah means he lives according to his taivas, his body, his yitzarim. That's what makes him tick. That's his decisions come from the body. Got it? That's an animal. Same like an animal. person who has no Torah lives like an animal. There are people that learn Torah, but they don't live Torah. So they still live like an animal. So the point is, Torah means, Torah is your way of, part of your thinking process. You got it? If Torah is not, then you go with your midas. So right, you're an animal. The spitz of that, obviously, is Gila Rais. Because Gila Rais is the manifestation of body, of all body, without any seichel. Okay? But the bottom line is, that's that type of person. A person who lives without avodah is a person that lives without the clarity and emuna of Eino and Bilvada. He has a different world. He sees different things in the world. He sees people have power. He sees money has power. He sees honor has power. He has different powers, not God. Different powers. And a person who doesn't live with Gimil Chasadim thinks that he is independent from everybody and he's so important. Got it? So says the Maharal, that person is not a person. And for him, the world was not created, and he doesn't validate creation. So in simple English, we call this, you want to know what we call this in simple English? It's Ma'abed, he destroyed the Tsuras Ha'odam, the definition of Ha'odam. You understand? Ha'odam is not hands and legs and fingers and nose. That's the Choymer. That's the material. But what is the tsuras ha'adam? What defines humanity? A human is someone who's That defines a human. If you don't have that, even though you're choimer, in your physical body you look like a human, you're not a human, you're a behemoth. And God didn't create a world for a behemoth. You got it? Clear? He didn't create a world for a behemoth. So says the morale. Avoid Zara is Keneged Avoida. Shvichas Domim is Keneged Chesed. Gemilas Chasod. And Gilarayas is Keneged Torah. So what's a human being? Torah avoid Gemilas Chasod. What's an anti-human being? What is complete behemoth? Avoid Zara, Gilarayas, Shvichas And therefore he explains that when a person's faced with a challenge, should he die? Or should he live and be a behemoth? It's better that he should die and go to Elam Habo than to reduce himself and to be someone who is not a Metzius Bechlal. Okay? That's the Maral Shtikl You got it? So basically what we're learning from the Maral is that the reason why the first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, Maral speaks about this in other places as well, connecting it to Beis HaMikdash, but the reason why the first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed is because the generation lost the tsuras ha'odam. They're no longer people. They're animals. God connects himself with humans. Not with people that are behemoths. Doesn't have a tsuras ha'odam. V'shochanti b'soychom. And I will rest my shechina in each and every one. 
But that's if you're a person. If you're Nishkin Adam, then you don't rest the Shekhin in them, right? You got it? So again. So the point of the Beis HaMikdash was that Hashem lives with us. It's connected to us. It's part of our lives. What does Hashem Hashem mean? Hashem means that God is part of your life. He's present in your life. Hashem is only present in the life of an Odom, of a human. Not of a behemoth. A behemoth betsuras Odom? No, no, no. So he's saying a deep thing. If you really think into what I'm saying, as if it wasn't deep enough, but you know, now it's gonna get a little deeper. Tifazach. Agora Tifazach. A non-Jewish person. If he, if a non-Jewish person does Gilarash Vikhazdam Vaidazar, is that being Ma'abed the Tzura of a Goy or now? Only the tzur of a tzelem aleikim, of the Adam, the, the, the real Adam. Ah, you got what I'm saying? Again. In the non-Jewish world, of course, they're not allowed to kill. And they're not allowed to do certain things. But under certain circumstances, it doesn't necessarily, killing doesn't necessarily destroy society. And doesn't necessarily make you corrupt. When one country fights with another country over territory and there's deaths and there's killing, and that, not necessarily. Esav is al Kharba Khotikhya, he lives on his sword, you know? The the Gimilis Khasadim, there's no such thing as Gimilis Khasadim. Chesad the Umim Khatas. The Gemara says that there's no such thing as Gimilis Khasadim by a guy. Right? There's no such thing Gilarais, their version of what Gilarais is, which creates corruption in humanity, is a way different Gilarais than what we talk about, right? That means their shvichas damim, their gilarayas, and their lack of gemilas chasadim in their world doesn't make you ois human being. Why? Because they weren't given a tzalem alekim. They are mishpichot adama. They just run the world. So the Gemara says that they have a similarity to a behemoth to start with. Because they are a human type animal, so to speak. Meaning... They have intellect. They have, of course, responsibilities more than an animal, of course. They can't be corrupt. They can't destroy society. They have seven mitzvahs, but I know But they don't have a tselem elokim that their odom has to be the manifestation of godliness. That they don't have. So where is gilarai, shvichas dom, and avoidazara corruption and what? It's a corruption in the Tzalem Alekim, in the real Adam, in the purpose of the world. Hashem didn't create the world for, for Goyim. He created the world for Jews, and the Goyim are going to be part of the world, that are going to serve this purpose. Just like animals serve the purpose. Non-Jews also serve the purpose. They're also involved. But who does Hashem connect with? Who is the Shechina? Where is Hashem Shechina? The Shechina is in Klal Yisrael. That means Klaus is a different mahus of a human being. In the, in the, in the most odom of an odom, that's Klaus. It's a different type of person. It's not the same type of person. It's not just like the same type of person with more, uh, better character. The same type of person with more, uh, you know, goodness. No, it's a different thing. It's a different entity. It's a different sug. 
A behem and an Adam is a different sug. Adam and a Malach is a different sug. So if you're an angel, you're not an Adam, right? So if you're Yisrael, the Adam that's called Yisrael is means what? What does that mean? It means he's more angelic than human. Because Tzalem Elikim manifests itself through him, right? So where is Gila Raish Vichas Domim and Avaydazar a destruction what? Destruction in the Tzuras Ha'odim of Kal Yisrael. Not necessarily destruction in the Tzuras Ha'odim of Umas Ha'olam. Not necessarily. It can be. The killing can become a Hashchas in society. Destroy society. It can be. Gila Raish can destroy society. It can but there's many forms of Shvichas Domin and Gilarayas and all these things that in our world we won't see them. In their world, they don't see that as corruption. It's only corruption in our world, right? So we're talking about the corruption of the Tsuras Ha'odam, the one that Hashem connects with. Meaning Hashem runs the world. He's Mashkiach on the world, on the animals too. But He doesn't have a connection with animals. Shem doesn't have a personal connection with animals. He has a personal connection with an Adam. Which Adam? Not every Adam. He doesn't have a personal connection with a guy. Who does he have a personal connection? With a Jew. Why would he have a personal connection with him? Because there is a similarity between us. So you can't have a connection if you don't have a similarity. What's the similarity? We have the Tzalem Aleichim. When is it considered that we have the Tzalem Aleichim? When we live a certain way. If we're living in a certain way, then in our world, this level, even this level of Shri Chazdam, even this level of Gila Arais, even this level of, of Avodah Zarah, would destroy the Tzuras Ha'odom, the Tzalem HaLakim of a person. He's not considered an Odom anymore. Maybe he's like a guy. He's not considered like an Odom anymore that Hashem will connect him, right? So in other words, what he's saying is, what... Every Avera, just to get the Oymik, just to get the Aleph, before we get the Sinaschidim, just to get the Oymik. If you're a Jew, and you have Tzalem Kim living in you, and you're an Adam, but you fall sometimes, and you do Averis, then we can rectify. Then we go to Beis Amigdash and we fix the problem. But if you destroy the Tzura Adam, you become no longer an Adam. Now you're more like a Behemoth than an Adam. Then there's nothing to do. Then we can't be connected at all. So Ibud Surah Adam is the garden for the Bismillah to destroy. So what's the setup for the next Shmuz that we're going to say in the next Shmuz is that obviously in Lomdis, in Lomdis, yeah, Josh, you know Lomdis? Obviously in, no you do. Obviously in Lomdis, we have to say that Sinas Chinam is a Ibud in Surah Adam. Means we only explained today how Gila Arayas, Shvichas Dom, and Avodah Zorah destroys the Tzuras Adam. But now we have to say that now Chiddush, we have to learn a Chiddush that Sinas Chinam also is Ma'abed the Tzuras Adam. Otherwise, if it's just a Chet, then let it be like any other Chet. And any other Chet, if a guy did Chil Shabbos, he could go to the base of Mikdash and fix it up. If a guy did the Bitul Torah, he could go to the base of Mikdash and fix it up. If the guy did, uh, many Averis, he could go to the base of Mikdash and fix it up, right? So, Sinas Chinam is one of the Averis. So let him go to the base of Mikdash and fix it up. Obviously, the Sinas Chinam that we're talking about in the Gemara, which we have to explain, is the type that's Ma'abed the Tzuras Ha'odam. 
Just like the Gila Rash Vichas Dom of Avodazar that was Ma'abit the Tsuas Adam, the male there's no connection to Hashem. We have to say that Sinas Khilam also can make an Ibu Tsuas Adam under certain circumstances, obviously, and that we'll discuss in the next vat. We'll leave that there. On the same diagram.